Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wisdom.com Test Match Cricket from Dubai International Sports Stadium on day four. Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon for Specsavers, the test experts. Proatar, the new coaching app that connects you with the biggest names in cricket and Seabus Super, building a future we can all be proud of. Jeff, Australian fans can be proud of their charges to an extent. Two quite brave batting periods, uh, apart from the fact the point where three wickets fell on 87. Uh, until that point, Aaron Finch was when Kawaja going very nicely. Now, granted, they're never going to chase down 462, but in terms of having to bat nearly five sessions, the foundation was laid. And leading up to stumps, Kawaja, with his fellow Southpaw debutant Travis handed really nicely on the way to stumps. But in between times, debacle once more. Two good periods with like a little blip in the middle. I like to think of it as uh, you know one of those sort of sportsmen's uh, events in a sportsman's life where they do something controversial and, and terrible, and then they say, "No, that wasn't me. That doesn't represent who I am. That's not what I'm about. I'm not about losing three wickets without the score moving. I'm not about that. I'm about knuckling down and, and, and batting through the tough periods and seeing out the ball in the rough outside the off stump." Um, Travis Head had to fight hard. He came in literally three wickets fell for no runs, and then it's like, "Hello." champion you're on a pair on debut uh, would you like to also get out for another duck and he was like i'm, I'm gonna think about it no he considered I, that for 12 balls though for 12 did. balls he was sketchy 12 nervous deliveries as as it was explained on the call by pretty much all of our expert summarizers coming out to bat in this part of the world at number five or number six is considerably harder than opening the batting because usually it's after a couple of wickets men around the bat spinners turning it square in this case it was muhammad abbas with his genius reverse swing but all the same very tough period, but he got through it and he batted really positively towards the And close. it was also Bilal Asif turning it away from him outside off and Travis Head played about three really dicey shots where mm. he sort of flashed outside the off stump and somehow got away with it and uh, a very relieved Travis Head is going to have an ice bath and a Rancho Relaxo tonight um, <laughs> and then see how he goes on day five. Speaking of the Rancho Relaxo, Ranchi was where Australia managed to draw a test match they had no right to draw about 18 months ago. It was the third test of the Border Gavaska series. They were two down at Stumps uh, in a hurry. 
and they managed about the entire day, principally mm. through Sean Marsh and Peter Hanscom with supporting roles from Steve Smith and Matthew Renshaw. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing for free, Adam Collins. It's not going to be Sean Marsh or Peter Hanscom <laughs> doing it tomorrow. Peter Hanscom has just won the JLT Cup with Victoria uh, back the, home the, in Australia. The time honoured. And Sean Marsh has just won the second ball duck prize today uh, when he and his brother both made naught. Let's deal with the two Marsh brothers after we've dealt with Aaron Finch. So Aaron Finch makes 49, one short of making twin 50s on his test debut. Uh, he, was, he was the standout. He looks magnificent, actually. Finch looks, from the minute he walked out in the second dig, it was hard to fault him. What actually happened to him was he got a brilliant bit of reverse swing. Mohamed Abbas, that ball pitched more than a foot outside the off stump and was hitting leg stump. It swung a mile. Not, I mean, you can say batsman error for missing the ball, but it's one of those moments in a, match, in a game of cricket where you have to say, fair play to the bowler, that deserves to claim a wicket. Yeah, well, it's like in tennis where they go unforced errors, and you're like, who decides if it was forced or unforced? <laughs> like, who, is, is there some sort of arbitrator of unforced errors who's like, well, no, I think that one was pretty forced. I'm going to go with forced on that one. Um, who Fred, says? Fred Stolly says. Yeah. <laughs> Fiery Fred Stolly. <laughs> um, so I, that joke will go across the continent. There wasn't Fred Stolly's <laughs> commentator tennis everywhere. Oh, everyone will understand that for sure, <laughs> like they do with all of our um, cultural references. But nonetheless, it, there wasn't much he could do about it. Uh, he reviewed it. I like the fact that even as he asked Gus McQuarrie if he should review, Aaron Finch was still blowing bubbles with his gum. He <laughs> will never stop doing that. He doesn't care. Literally, he could be trapped in a car that's on fire, and he'd be like, "Well, time to blow a few bubbles. You might get that done." Um, <laughs> Nonetheless, he sent it upstairs and it was not successful. Uh, the Marsh brothers come next. Two balls later, Sean Marsh edged behind. Again, good bowling. A ball he didn't necessarily need to play at, but you have to, to an extent, accept the fact that if you get that second ball, you're probably going to nick half of those. Uh, and Mitchell Marsh, uh, he didn't, I didn't think Mitchell Marsh was out, actually. First impression was it was half an appeal. They, they barely went up, but watching it on the replay, it was, a, again, a ball that went back in towards the right-hander. Mm. He had it on a string for about three overs there, Abbas. Well, the close bit was if he'd hit it first, but he'd hit it second, so mm. that, that was the thing they weren't sure about. But, um, yeah, on having a look, it was definitely gone, and he'd also been already been dropped on naught. His first ball, he'd hit it to mid-wicket and been dropped. Mm. Um, so in the first innings as well, he was dropped on naught and yep. ended up getting out on 12. Second innings dropped on naught and out for naught. It's not a very inspiring return for your newly uh, appointed vice captain, newly promoted to number four. Yeah, that's right. The number three and the number four, the two West Australians, haven't quite come off. That is probably a massive understatement. Mm. Uh, but at number five, Travis Head is still there at Stumps. And at Stumps, he spoke to you, Jeff Lemon. Here it was. Travis Head, welcome to wisdom.com. You were a, a bit nervous out there. Uh, a couple of uh, few dot balls going by. You had that duck in the first innings, but relieved to finally get off the mark and get going. Yeah, very nice to get off them. Um, nice to build a partnership and get in the stumps with Usman. Um, yeah, very uh, nice finish to the day. Um, an exciting day tomorrow. It was uh, a little bit um, scary there for the team as well. You'd lost three for none, the slide was on, and we saw what happened in the first innings, and you were able to come in and stop the rot and settle that down. Yeah, I was disappointed, obviously, not to do it yesterday. Um, I, yeah, I would like to make sure I go out there, and it, it's, that, it's always difficult to start, and um, I wasn't able to do that in the first inning, so my job today was to get out there with us and build a partnership and, and, and get myself in, and um, once you get filled for the wicket, it becomes um, not as hard, but um, you get a rhythm for the wicket, you get a feel for the wicket, the feel for the bowlers. So, um, yeah, it was nice to get in the stumps, um, I guess get the momentum back a little bit, um, you're seeing as if you can build partnerships on, on these guys, that the, the, the game can drag out and, and start to slow up. So I th- we felt that in the last 15 minutes, the game sort of started to slow up and get in the stump. So, yeah, big morning tomorrow. 
Yes, certainly. And so the technical adjustments you've got to make out here, um, you guys saw the left-handers having a chat with Justin Langer last night. What were you going through with him then? Yeah, talking to Usman, who batted extremely well, talking about his plans, talking about individual plans, uh, making sure we're going out and, and um, backing ourselves, really. We, we've been batting extremely well. Guys had really good A-tours. We had a really good tour match last week. It was about not reinventing the world to make sure we go out. We're really sharp to start. We know where we're going to score. Uh, we know where we're going to defend and, and how we're going to play each ball. And um, Yeah, just making sure we're calm and relaxed. And it was, it was nice to go out there and just take a chill and, and have a look at the wicket and just and stay nice and relaxed. It's interesting that uh, we noticed you coming across outside the off stump a lot to the leg spinner, Yasir Shah. Is that something you've done before or was that a plan to neutralise him? Yeah, I've always, um, I guess, I've, I've faced a lot of um, Dutchy Holland, um, obviously finger spin, not wrist spin, but the ball spinning in on turning wickets. I've always found the sweep. I couldn't get one away, but I think um, naturally I try and sweep their best ball. Um, I'd rather probably get out sweeping than forward defence and bringing the guys under the, under the bat in play, and that's just something that... I, as a plan myself, obviously different guys go about it. Usman's reverse swept unbelievably well, so um, I haven't got that in my repertoire. So, um, yeah, it's just about trying to counter-attack as much as possible, get him off his best ball as much as I can because i um, very skillful bowler. I think if he if I let him bowl to me, I, I could get in some trouble. And a couple of moments with your heart in your mouth, maybe playing outside the off-stump to the off-spinner, Bill Alassif, who's been turning it away out of that rough. Yeah, well, I'm happy to get beaten outside out the outside edge. Um, as long as I'm playing it nice and close to my body. In the first innings, the one I nicked, I was yeah a little bit hard on it, and um, something that I hadn't done for a couple of months. So extremely disappointed in the way I got out uh, yesterday. But um, yeah, happy to get beaten on the outside edge as long as um, yeah I'm nice and tight and, and, and picking the right one. And I think I, I left the ball a lot better today. I let him bowl to me a little bit more. I put it in the first innings. I chased him a little bit and, and was eager to get bat on ball, I guess, and and try and get through that period and um, tell that was just nice and relaxed and, and the plans that have been working really well for me in the last couple of months. And you've got a big day ahead tomorrow. How do you approach that first physically tonight just to recover and then what's your mental approach going into tomorrow? Yeah, have a nice bath, have a nice hot shower, um, go home, I'm going to take my girlfriend out for dinner, um, nice and relaxed, um, yeah, enjoy her time um, and then, yeah, nice, nice sleep, wake up in the morning um, and, yeah, big, big, big exciting morning. And uh, just that mental approach, you've got a big task. Do you try to break it down into smaller bits or uh, uh, how are you going to think about it? Yeah, I just go out there and um, for me it's about facing the next ball, um, staying nice and calm, make, keep executing, doing the basics for a long period of time. And um, if it was myself can do that in the first morning and build a nice partnership, it will make for an exciting day. Well, you played well today. Good luck tomorrow. Hope it goes well. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers. The man with Travis Head in the middle tomorrow morning will be Usman Khawaja, who passed his half-century uh, in the last over before stumps this evening. His second half-century of the game before he came here to Dubai for this test match. He never made more than 26 in a test match in Asia. He's found a way, we mentioned it last night, he's found a way to prosper by getting his front leg out of the way to the spinners, playing off the back foot. It's working. That's right. You have to find a way. You have to say, excuse me, do you know the road to El Dorado? <laughs> and he has asked that question, and it has been answered. And gold, piles of gold are at his bidding. Uh, twin 50s, he's never not made a 50 while opening the batting for Australia. The great <laughs> stat. Four times four 50s, including a big ton, a very important ton. That's right. Adelaide a couple of years ago. And, and, uh, and one of them unbeaten, so he's probably averaging about 180 or something <laughs> opening the batting. Um, there might be something to this. There might be something to this. Uh, he, he played... St- 
strangely, uh, he played idiosyncratically, I'm going to say. Reverse sweeping all the way. But it worked. He reverse swept a lot and uh, middled all of them. Uh, the first couple went to the boundary. Later, Pakistan started having a third man basically for him, and he was getting singles. Then they had a, a backward point, and he was getting dots, but he was still hitting it out of the middle. Um, his conventional sweep shots, he didn't hit so much very well, but, but he was you know backing away outside leg stump some of the time to play mm. the spinners, uh, going onto the back foot to play the spinners. A lot of moments where you thought, oh, heart and mouth, but it seemed to work. I thought the most admirable part of his contribution this afternoon was actually after the three wickets fell. Yesterday, when wickets fell around him, he kept playing his shots, and that was his downfall. Today, he put it away. As soon as those wickets fell, Kawaja, haven't got the data in front of me, but I, I reckon he would have scored no more than three or four runs in the next 10 overs. He really knuckled down, and that gave him a chance to start again, now build some trust in the relationship with Travis Head at the other end, who was struggling himself, laid the foundation. And again, we come back tomorrow. Look, it's not without precedent to make 300 runs in the final day of a test match, or 325 as it is. Uh, it has happened before, and most obviously 1948 at Leeds for our England listeners, but they did face the better part of 115 overs and had a couple of blokes called Arthur Morris and Donald Bradman. Yeah, probably not going to get 115 <laughs> overs in tomorrow, although we got a few extra ones in today. We got, what, 95 in today or something like that? Yeah, uh, I, th- I think we did probably 93 all told, but all, all the same. In the 90 overs tomorrow, the real objective for Australia is can they, uh, sust- can they subsist, can they stay there with a the bass with the old ball hooping it and the two spinners. Yassir Shah yet to take a wicket in a test match, mm. but still asking the right kind of questions, creating enough sort of half chances that you feel a little break for him at some point. Yes, uh, it may do. I mean, he hasn't looked exactly at his best. He's coming back from injury, but uh, he still can turn the ball about two metres when he mm. lands one, and he's got increasing amounts of rough to work with, so I wouldn't want to be facing him. Bilal Asif, six wickets in the first innings. He's got plenty of rough to work with and some left-handers to bowl to as well. Uh, and the raft of spinners they've got, Harris Sohail bowled today. Azhar Ali didn't bowl today, but could, and he's an excellent leg spinner. And uh, we had a chat to him too about his team's position in the match and what they were going to look to do. Azhar Ali, welcome to Wisdom.com. Another good day for you guys in the field. It's been a a long, slow grind, but you're still well on top. Yeah, definitely. I think it's, uh, we we know always, um, you know, on this kind of tracks and in Dubai, it's always, um, uh, you know, getting 20 wickets is always hard work, but uh, if you stick to your plans, the opportunity comes and I think You've seen, um, you know, again like with the, after the opening partnership uh, between Finch and uh, Khwaja, um, we kept on our plans and uh, the result really came our way. Uh, you know, credit goes to uh, Muhammad Abbas. He, you know, ex- he executed his uh, reverse swing skills really well and uh, bowled wicket to wicket. And uh, yeah, definitely. When once once the in guys gets out, it's it's kind of hard pitch to start on. So we we know that if we can just hang on there uh, and keep building pressure. Uh, it's definitely hard work as a batsman too. Uh, there was a point there where you took three wickets for none. Did you think you were about to race through them again like you did in the first innings? Yeah, sometimes it, it, it looks that way, but I think uh, when the batsman gets in, it's, uh, you know, uh, there's equal opportunity for them. Uh, and it's hard work for the bowlers. Uh, it's slow track, but uh, there's still spin there. There's um, still, uh, you know, if you can reverse the ball, there's still opportunities. So I think uh, all in all, uh, it's going to be still hard, a lot of work to be done, but I think we're standing at a very good position right now. That opening partnership in both innings built up quite big for the Australians. Were there points there where you were starting to get a bit frustrated? No, I think uh, that in, in first inning also we, we knew that uh, uh, you know when we get uh, even though we had a very good opening partnership in the first inning, when then 
when they got out uh, you know this was runs getting runs was uh, hard to come uh, you know we had to really absorb the pressure for a long time to get opportunity to score runs so we we, we took that we're going to we're going to stop the runs for a little while and if we get wickets then we can attack so i think uh, it worked and uh, it worked today as well so i think uh, if you just keep the runs under control run rate under control the opportunities do come around and we we we, we play a lot of cricket here so we know that's how how it's been done here before so if we can do that again and again we will uh, definitely we'll have a, a better result it's a hard place for the fast bowlers to operate. Uh, Muhammad Abbas in England this year looked born to bowl in England. He was having the time of his life there, but uh, out here he's developed such an effective way of bowling in these conditions as well, in very different conditions. Yeah, definitely. You know, a lot of people say he doesn't have that much pace, but I think uh, if you see him uh, bowling uh, with the old ball, he, you know, he bowls in a very good area. He doesn't. He hardly gives anything to the batsman. So this is very. This is very key in in the on, even on these kind of tracks uh, where you the batsman thinking where is my next run is coming from, where is my next boundary is coming from. So then you can make uh, batsmen make mistakes. So I think a lot of people ask me in England also that uh, will a bass play in Dubai or UAE because. Uh, they, they thought this, he doesn't have pace, but I, I, I knew that him from a long time that he can reverse the ball, so and he can bowl um, uh, with the new ball as well. So he's uh, very, very useful here in these conditions as well. Do you expect the pitch will uh, play much the same tomorrow, or will it start to break up more on day five? Hopefully, hopefully it will break up more because uh, uh, you know, as a you know, on fifth day, it's always uh, do tricks. Uh, so hopefully, it's the case, but. Uh, um, you know, it's it's slow, so it's we have we have to be patient. And once you you seen when the wickets come, we can come come in clusters. So hopefully that is the case uh, tomorrow. And you're a very handy leg break bowler yourself. Will you be petitioning the captain for a, to give you a couple of overs? Well, I'm always uh, exciting when the ball comes to me. So uh, yeah, hopefully I'm not needed. If I do, then obviously I'll I'll be very happy to get a couple of wickets if I can. You guys have controlled this match perfectly from start until now. A little bit to go to finish it off. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you very much. Yes. Thanks, Azza. Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon for Wisdom.com Test Cricket. We'll be back tomorrow for day five. Make sure you stick with us on the call the whole way through. Our broadcast, of course, brought to you by Specsavers, the test experts, Proatar, the new coaching app that connects you with the biggest games in cricket and CBUS Super, building a future we can all be proud of. Speak to you tomorrow morning. Podcast Network.